Hi everyone, my name is Sean Sabetkar and you're listening to Golbezan podcast. Welcome back to your new Gobazan podcast. My name is Ari Alaverdi. Uh, today I'm going to be joined by uh, defender for Degerfors, uh, plays in, of course, in the Swedish Alsvenskan, Scan, Sean Sobetkar. Really appreciate uh, you taking the time to come on the Gobazan podcast. How are you, doing, my friend? Hi, man. How are you? All good. How are you yourself? I'm good, thank you. I'm having a game tomorrow, so just came home from uh, practice. So it's all good. It was, your, it was your birthday last week, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. I'm 26 <laughs> years old. <laughs> very good, very good. Getting getting old now. <laughs> no, no, not too. Not too. No, no, <laughs> no, no, not too. Football standards are still very, very young. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Very prime now, yeah. Um, and of course, the, how did the COVID-19 um, pandemic uh, affect you and how is it affecting you now with your club? Yeah, so in uh, in Sweden in general, the, the pandemic, of course, it it's affected the country and uh, of course the football as well. But if you compare it to other nations and other countries and maybe other leagues, I don't think Sweden in general have been so much affected by it uh, me myself of course um, if I look at it on a personal level my grandmother passed away in coronavirus so um, in that way that it, it have affected me but um, if I look at my footballing career um, except that we don't have audience on on the games and fans on the games um, it, it has been in general the same uh, as before uh, but in Sweden here we have a strong, you know, fans, uh, fans culture and like culture in for public in general. I think uh, even though the the level on the league is not like top top level, the the audience and the fans are top level here in Europe. Um, so so it's it's bad that we haven't been able to have them uh, on this on the stands uh, for for a year now. Yeah, and I do I do uh, say sorry for your loss as well. It's but yeah, hopefully, hopefully uh, we can uh, progress this season. If you get more fans in the stadium, and you guys can uh, can enjoy your football even more uh, next yeah. season. Um, okay, so obviously speaking about yourself, your 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 career, your obviously your your career. Before that, though, I want to speak about um, your Iranian roots. Of course, I think you were born in Iran. You were born in Sweden, sorry, but you yeah. have Iranian parents. So exactly. just speak to me a little bit about your family in Sweden and in Iran. Uh, so my my mom and dad they are from Iran and they are born in uh, they are from Tehran. Um, me myself I'm born in, in Sweden in Stockholm, uh, born and raised all my life. I've just been in Iran uh, once actually when I was a kid. So uh, of course I'm I'm going to Iran when I can um, soon. Um, so I'm looking forward to to go to Iran when when I can and when the pandemic allows. Uh, so. Uh, that's that's short about me. My my dad, 
um, himself played in Esteghlal um, as a kid, um, both in football and volleyball. So he's a, of course he's an uh, Esteghlal fan, and my mom is an uh, is a Persepolis fan. So uh, <laughs> that's about it in the family. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good, uh, good mix of uh, support you have there in your, in your, in your family. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've never, you've never been to Iran yourself. You're looking to go though for the first time. Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah. Uh, okay. So I've been. I was one year old. So. All right. Okay. I don't remember anything. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Um and of course um a little bit about the Iranians that have played in, in Sweden uh, and obviously Samon Godus is probably the best example for that uh, yeah. Samon made the national team but then you've also had players like um, Omid Nazari who also played for the national team at one point uh, Ami Nazari his brother you've had um, Atash Kade Paya Pichka who's recently scored a very nice goal for his club um, Behran Safari, Safari who played for the Swedish national team, and then you've also got coaches like uh, Puya, um, Aspari, you've got um, Mehran Shadidipur. There's a lot of like a lot of Iranian um, Swedish um, people involved in football. What's your opinion on that? Why is that? Why is that the case? Yeah, so in general, we have many many Iranians in Sweden um, here. Actually, I don't know why, uh, but we are a lot of Iranians. So um, I think that many of us that we are born here, okay? So uh, we have been um, raised with the yeah. Swedish football, you know, the Swedish football culture. Yeah. And uh, of course, in Iran, uh, the football is huge, you know, with yourself. So um, combining that uh, that culture from Iran and, and the Swedish culture, uh, it's a good mix, you know. So, um, of course, Godos is one of the biggest Swedish, uh, Swedish Iranians um, that we have. But we have a lot of young talents also here. Um, one of them is um, Paya Fischke in uh, Sundsvall. Um, he's young and I think he's a really good prospect uh, for the Iranian, uh, Iranian uh, national team for the future and i i know that we have a lot of young talents around in the academies around here in in sweden um in general in stockholm because i'm i'm from there so i know um so it's fun you know um when, when we when we see each other and yeah and we follow each other's um, careers here and just very quickly on on paya pichka um yeah. I don't know your opinion on on him. He's a very young player, but you're saying he should, you know, he should, he should be trying to get into the national team in the future. But why why do you think that he hasn't been able to get into the Iran U21s, U23s? I mean, is it is it a problem with the Iranian system? Are they not scouting the players properly? I mean, in on our last interview with Navid Nasseri, we were speaking about how that was an issue for for him. He he noticed that when he was part of the U21 squad, Navid yeah. wasn't wasn't given enough um, communication with the federation. But why why is he not not being called up to the U21s, for example? It's a hard question to me to to answer. But if I'm going to try to give you an give you an answer that is. From from my point of view, it's it's maybe it's it's a scouting uh, view, you know. I don't know how um, well scouted Scandinavians uh, Scandinavian countries are in Iran. I don't know. 
uh, maybe that's an issue uh, because we have a lot of talents here, um, young talents and good good prospects uh, to to like ha to to like have an eye on uh, for Iran as a country, as a football country, uh, and of course um, for Team Mali as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, okay, a little bit about your own career. Obviously, you started your career when you were a boy at Ike, and uh, then you moved on to. Uh, I'm not going to say these names properly, but I'll try my best. You went to Bolstanas, is that how you say it, or, or whatever. And then you went to Va uh, Vossalons, and you went to Carlsbergs, Carlsbergs, uh, Solentuna. Um, then you went to Vesteros, and now you're at Degra uh, 4. So a little bit about your time before you went all the way to, now you're playing in the Alsvenskan. Speak about that process of getting into into these clubs and how it went uh, and, and the, the progression from there all the way to now. Yeah, so uh, as you said, I'm, uh, I played in AIK, um, which is one of maybe one of this, it's one of Sweden's biggest clubs here, uh, here in, in the country. So I played in academy here for, for 12 years. And when you don't get like all the way to the top, to the A team in that age, you need to take another road you know and uh, for me i have been taking the long the long way to the top uh, here in sweden i have played in the fifth tire i played in the fourth tire third tire second tire <laughs> and now the first tire here uh, in in sweden so for me uh, myself it's it's been a long way uh, to the top but i have been like uh, some of my friends are always making fun of my uh, my career and my journey it's like we're always comparing, you know, the uh, the turtle and the and the rabbit. Um, have you heard about that race? Yeah, yeah, it's of like, course. Yeah, and I'm like the turtle. It's a going forward, but slowly, yeah. but always forward. So uh, maybe if I can summarize my career after all these years, maybe that's that's a good one for me. Um, so I've been taking like step for step, year by year, and uh, now I'm in Dege Fosch. Um, last year I played in uh, Westeros in Superet and that's uh, the second tire. Um, being captain, captain for the team last year there. Um, so, so maybe if I can summarize it shortly, uh, that's it. And obviously la last season, obviously with Westeros, you were captain, as you said. Um, yeah. And you did quite well last season from what I saw. You know, your your team, I think they finished seventh in the league. Um, and... You know, you were obviously the captain. But so, how how was that experience for you? First of all, captaining a team, um, and what did you learn from that experience? Yeah. So uh, one one thing about that is like I I've been captaining my team in every tire I've been to. Uh, so last year was, of course, it was the highest um, tire I've been captaining in. But for me personally, it's nothing. How can I say this without? No, go on. Go on. Obviously, yeah, obviously yeah, it's not. It's nothing yeah. new for you because you've yeah, done it so many exactly, times. Exactly. So it's um, like yeah. uh, it's something like I've done before. Um, yeah. Even though it's in in the lower tires, it's something I've been doing before. So um, it feels it's been like a natural step for me. Um, well, it, so, it speaks of it speaks to your character. Obviously, you know, obviously yeah. have being captain of so many clubs, it shows that you've got the leadership abilities um, that you need in in modern day football as a defender to be a leader on the pitch. You know, the, from, starting from from the defense, you have to be able to command 
the, the team properly. You know, yeah. a lot of times yeah. I think young young players or defenders are probably the, the one of the biggest issues they have is a lack of leadership. You know, yeah. uh, maybe the coaches are, are too are, are the ones that are being the leaders and are not letting the letting the not letting the young players do that. You know, so yeah. it's very important that you have that that characteristic. So yeah, now obviously because of that, because of the, all all those all those experiences you've had, being captain of all these clubs, now you're you've got your opportunity, as you said, like a turtle. Um, you've made your move to Degerfors and in, in the top flight of Swedish football. Uh, you've already played, I think it's three three matches. Um, first four and foremost, yeah, four games. Okay, how's that experience been? Now that you've experienced some top flight football. Um, so first of all, I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity to be playing in the first time, of course, in the top flight, uh, because that's one of uh, have been one of the goals for for my for myself personally. And now, second, it's like I feel ready for it. Okay, so um, it feels like I'm 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 the, I'm on the right uh, level for myself personally and and the team also. And it's been not the best start, but we are. Uh, we're we're making progress um, as a team because the team just came up in the top top flight. So um, we are progressing together, um, and we are we are a lot of players that making their debut season uh, for the top flight also. So um, it's it's gonna be a progress for the team and for my for myself personally also. But it's going to be fun, and um, I think it's gonna turn out to be a good year uh, after all in the end. And what do you think are the the challenges uh, with with this league? You know, obviously, you're going to play against teams who are potentially playing in in the Europe in in Europa League and Champions League uh, against some good teams like Malmo and etc. So, what do you think are the biggest challenges for you as a defender? No, of course you you need to be like you need to be everything. You need to be better. You need to be smarter. You need to be faster. You need to be stronger. But I think if you have the cognitive uh, abilities as a defender and you're thinking faster than maybe players that are physically better than you, you can you can like um, even even the even the the battle between the the, the players that are in in top. And uh, we have an example for that, uh, Marek Hamšek. Uh, you know, in in Napoli, he played in Gothenburg. Yeah, now, yeah, he's we, gone too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we played them uh, last week and won uh, 3-2. I mean, of course, it's a exceptional. He's an uh, uh, exceptional player, but we're here now and we don't need to, like, um, tell someone sorry because we're here. But you, you need to trust yourself and trust your abilities of playing in this uh, league and playing in this uh, division. So, <laughs> like, to summarize it, you don't need to focus on others just focus on yourself and your own abilities to to uh, accomplish and like uh, doing good things on the other on the pitch yeah for sure for sure yeah. i hope that that continues as well because i i saw the celebrations after the match you guys were very 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 happy to to have won that game and uh, rightly so you know it's a very important result for the club um and exactly yeah you need to celebrate like small 
you know <laughs> exactly exactly now obviously now the this is the part of the podcast i'm sure a lot of the iranian f- um, football fans are very excited to, to listen to uh specifically yourself uh being iranian uh, there's obviously going to be the question looming about yourself playing now in, in top flight european football as you know Ar- iranians are now slowly starting to move to europe playing in big leagues however we're still lacking defenders in the top leagues, we've only got three centre-backs in the top flight league. You've got Majid Hosseini, who's playing in Trabzonspor, and Iman Salimi, who's playing in Slovakia with um, Sered. So you t- you three are the only ones playing in top flight European football. So it's very limited in that sense. Um, so the move to Degerforce, does that th- do you think that that is an opportunity for you to get closer to the national team? Um, it's uh, obviously it's a hard question uh, once again to for me to answer, but I think it, it probably should be um, actually because it's it's top flight and if I continue to play games and doing well on the games uh, personally, I think that maybe it's of course it's a, it's it make me uh, more attractive for Iran as an uh, Iran and Timali um, for the future. I think uh, just look at Godos is an uh, yeah. is a perfect example of that. So uh, of course it's I would be lying if I if if I told you no. Yeah, I mean obviously it's it's going to be in the back of your mind. I'm sure you know because you know as a player that's it that that's the that's the optimum goal you know to get to a national team to play for a World Cup you know and I'm sure that's one of your goals. But so what are your goals? If you were to make the national team, you know what 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 would you like, like to succeed in uh, what, under that um, environment? No, but of course it would it would be a dream. And first of all, the first step and the first goal is uh, to have a chance to like prove myself in that uh, environment and in that level. I I think that I would handle it good. Um, I I trust my abilities of being a good good player and uh, contribute with good uh, good things on the field also not not just like um, make it in in the squad I, I want to play uh, as every footballer so um, the, the first step and the first goal is to get a chance uh, for for proving myself uh, in that uh, in that environment first of all uh, and then obviously speaking about the national team currently the the current condition of the of the team um, Right now we're we're um, closing on on qualifying matches in, in three or four weeks time. Uh, where Iran have to win uh, three matches to to progress to the next stage. Um, what are your thoughts on the current uh, national team uh, under Dragan Skocic? Um, what how do you think they'll get on in June? I think that we are gonna we're gonna win the games because we have. Um, we have so much quality in the squad um, right now. We have so many players being making great seasons and like good good st- statistics. Uh, if you if you look at the statistics, statistics, if you look at Sardar Osman, uh, for example, we have so many players that making really good uh, for themselves out there. Just in uh, not just in Europe, also um, if you look in Iran, also. Um, so I think we have a good quality in the squad, um, and we are one of the best teams in Asia. Uh, so I think that we we need to go and uh, win those games also. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. We we have 
like you said, one of the strongest attacks in Iran, in Asia, for sure. I mean, there's no doubt for about sure, it. If sure. they have, you know, Taramin, Osmoon, Gorizad, all these players, you know, playing very well, we should yeah. be able to to go out against Hong Kong, Cambodia, Iraq, and all that to to win games. Yeah, but it, it all depends. It, I think it all depends for Iran is the mentality of the players. That's the most important thing for me. Is are they mentally in the right situation? Is the psychology of the team uh, correct for the environment that, that they're playing in? You know, so hopefully that does happen because that was the that was the problem last time around. So we'll see what happens when it comes up. Okay, um, now just obviously before we ask you some fan questions that we had, um, what are your personal goals for the future, uh, especially with your own club? Uh, what do you kind of want to to succeed in this season, um, you know, and possibly next season? Yeah, but first of all, uh, we need to, as a club, um, be able to to be in Alsenska next year. So that's the goal for us. And personally, I want to contribute with uh, my on the pitch. Of course, I want to play as many games as uh, possible. And when I play, I I also want to make good on the on the field uh, for myself uh, personally but uh, what matters uh, the most is, is it's for the league it's for the team uh, to stay in the league for next year so that's that's the ultimate goal right now uh, and for me to play as much as I can and uh, of course uh, in the end also enjoying the time that I spend on the pitch because you never know <laughs> for for how long you can play football so I'm just trying to enjoy my my time as a footballer right now and I'm also trying to, you know, I, I always train extra and I'm always trying to get to, I'm trying to give myself the best opportunities to to be the best footballer that I can be. And uh, I don't think that my journey so far making this, uh, you know, step-by-step career, um, it's not like based on luck. Of course, it's, a, it's of course, it's luck. Um, in all these sort of situations in my teams, I've been able to get opportunities. Sometimes it's a bit luck, but if you make good things and you have good habits as a footballer and trying to make the best of your career, you will in the end get results. So um, I'm just continuing to um, doing those stuff that I've been in the past years, and I'm hopeful. And hopefully, it's gonna be continuing giving me. Uh, good results yeah definitely hope so hope that happens for you hopefully all all these goals that you're setting for yourself uh, do actually become um, you know reality because it's very important as a footballer that you do succeed uh, as much as possible uh, because we all know that you know footballers don't have more than you know 20 years of of football so they have to make sure that they do their best within that that time uh, okay, one question we got from from one of the one of our guys, uh, Sahan Salari. He asks you, uh, from a defender's point of view, um, how do you perceive the way Iran defended uh, under Carlos Queiroz, especially against top teams like Argentina, Spain, Portugal at the two World Cups that we were at? Um, yeah, so of course that's that's a that's a way of doing it and. As we as we all know, it's it's been successful doing that for Iran and under Kairos. But we we have like different types of playing football. You know, some 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 coaches want to be more attacking and like ball positioning teams, and we have the other side where you where you defend first and attack after. 
and and I think that you have as a coach if you if you look as a if you look on the perspective as a coach and for me as a, uh, myself as a player I think the most important thing is that you need to look at the players you have in the team and after that making tactics and tactics and like the style of the team based on what you have for players in the team you get you understand what I'm uh, after here yeah absolutely you're absolutely right I mean we we had to play towards our strengths and in, in, yeah. in those matches you know Carlos Queiroz understood his team he knew that he wasn't going to go out against Argentina and Spain Portugal and just attack they're not gonna. You can't do that. They'll, 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 they're too good. They're too strong. Yeah. So you have to play towards your strengths. Iran's strengths. Actually, our strength wasn't our defense. We had better attacking players, but you have to then make your defense stronger. So I think one of the things he did was he made sure that we, as a unit, were defending well. Exactly. So he, he made sure you that know? we, as a collective, uh, was yeah. strong. And that doesn't mean we we're just having. Uh, defending players on the pitch uh, exactly. because as we all know we had good attacking players but I think one of the best um, one of the best things he made uh, for our national team was that we we got one okay as a team and uh, you could see on the pitch that everyone on the field knew that knew what what their role on the pitch was okay so and that's that's so hard. That's leadership on on the top level, and uh, I think his leadership in that way is it's amazing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, thank you very much for coming on the the podcast, Sean. Uh, I really appreciate you giving giving on your time. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, you have a good game. Um, it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully you can uh, get get a result. Maybe you can score a goal for us as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, do you want to say anything to the Iranian fans? No, just continuing supporting. I I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, every time when when I get support from you guys. So um, hopefully I will I will continue doing good. Uh, and hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll see you in the national team at some point as well. <laughs> yeah, it will be fun. Will be okay. Amazing. Excellent. Um, okay, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed this episode of Go Bazan. Um, of course, uh, you can find us on our social media, at Twitter, uh, on Instagram, and on Facebook at Gold Bazan. And of, you can listen to us on YouTube. If you're if you're not subscribed and you're listening to us on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Uh, you can also listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, Google Podcasts and now we're also on Amazon Music so if you want to listen to us on that you can also subscribe on those on all those platforms um, we're also on other platforms as well like Castbox and and um, and, and a lot a lots of other pod, podcast platforms if you do want to listen to other ones you can do that but for now I appreciate your time Sean hopefully uh, we can speak in the future um, everyone else will be back very soon and we'll see you next time. Hello, this is Navid Nasri and you're listening to the Gold Bazan podcast.